This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Nissan. As a pioneer in the electric vehicle space, Nissan is always looking for ways to deliver new, meaningful technologies to EV owners. After all, Nissan has been making EVs since 1947. Their EVs have now traveled 8 billion miles by Nissan Leaf owners since 2010. Yes, my friend, that is 8 billion with a B, the equivalent of driving to Pluto and back, which is not a real planet. Think that's electrifying? One of their EVs trekked all the way to the North Pole, where all the uh, underground government military bases are run. And Nissan even tests their EV technology on the Formula E racetrack. But Nissan knows that you don't get an EV just for the E. You get a Nissan EV because it makes you feel electric, because it sparks your imagination, it ignites something within you, it pins you to your seat, and it... (gasps) takes your breath away uh, at least that's what nissan thinks about when designing their evs like the nissan aria and the famous nissan leaf it's about creating a thrilling design that electrifies its customers nissan's focus on creating a thrilling drive and an electrifying life on today's world it's so important to look around you to pay attention to look for all the tiny ways life can electrify you uh, i like to feel electric um by going to dinner um, trying new foods and then being late to my own podcast recording so that my host gets mad at me. But we recover um, because I never do that. So every once in a while, I need to electrify my life. That's called edging. <laughs> Nissan EVs that electrify. How long gone? Uh, Chris Black coming to you live and direct from a rainy Gotham City. Uh, Jason Stewart left to his own devices in Glendale. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to know what you've been doing. But um, for the sake of the program, you're going to have to share with us. I think what, what's what's been happening over there and the, at the empty nest in Glendale. Speaking of being left to my devices, I am using my iPad, my iPhone, as well as my MacBook Pro. To jack off in the sauna. <laughs> okay, so you've... That's you've right. Kind I'm of... home alone, baby. Remember a, f- a couple episodes, I was like, this sauna, thing about the difference between my sauna and a gay sauna, no cum in it. The, the things have changed. That's things all changed, changed now, brother. So, things have changed. So you're left to your own devices. You're, you you don't have your daily chores to do. You already eat like shit, so I know you're not... No, that's... that's No, no, no. I have more chores. It's fucking bullshit. Okay, so you have a, you have a honey-do list that was left for you of things you kind of got to do around the house. Is that what you're saying? I... I give out the honey do list. I'm the honey. I'm I'm I I'm the one. My chick, my fucking fiance. She's the she's the the house man who never do anything. Leave the toilet seat up, and I'm the one who has to do it all. I gotta get these kids off to school. If I don't do it, who will? Okay. Well, I'm living my life. The, so for listeners at home, my girlfriend is out of town for a few days before we go to London. But I, I just want to be clear on this. Jason's made a big. I'm not bringing this up because I want to. I'm bringing this up because Jason had to let us know that he was home alone, like he was gonna be like smoking fentanyl and watching Rick and Morty in his underwear. But he's <laughs> he's saying he's saying my guess is he's been doing exactly what he always does, which is edit this podcast drag a kettlebell around and maybe use the sauna that's my guess has there been any behavior that this kind of outside of the norm no the only thing that's changed is that i'm not cleaning up the mess that i make okay so the dish the the the, the sink is full of dishes mm-hmm. the laundry the laundry is piling up yeah um and that's that's fine i mean i i know it's totally fine because it's it will be done but i like to edge those chores so i like sure. to feel for just a brief fleeting moment what it's like to have a dish build sink laundry that's piling up whatever you know garbage cans need to get brought in haven't done that mm. i like to let it kind of just sit and marinate for a little bit simply because i can mm-hmm. and then when it's finally you know like 30 seconds before my girlfriend walks in the front door i'm, I'm putting the last dish into the cupboard sure. nobody would ever be the wiser that's sure, sure. truly what gets me off until she comes home with her new her new white gloves that she bought and starts running her finger on top of the sub zero and sees a little no, dust. No, no. Uh, I'm our, I'm way ahead of okay. her. Way ahead of her. She walks in the front door. Hey babe, I got the sauna started up for you. <laughs> hey babe, I went. Uh, is it weird? I got you like a liquid IV. I know that travel can dehydrate you. <laughs> Let me, you know all that. 
Next thing you know, she doesn't know what's happening. Fish King's on the way. Sure. And the last thing she has on, on her docket is to see if the Sub-Zero has a ring of dust on the okay. ceiling. She well, can't even reach the top of it. No, you're right. She'd have to get out the Supreme Stepladder for that, and that would be... That's that's <laughs> a lot of work right off the plane. Yeah, I've been I've been burned by that before. Um, all right, well, we have a few things to discuss before we talk to our guests. Um, you know, I had done my damnedest, as I'm sure you had, to avoid this Madonna tour announcement video, but I got a seemingly urgent text from nomi fry this morning mm -hmm. have you seen this video said nomi i haven't but i'm purposely <laughs> avoiding it and she said watch it right now <laughs> and i i just was like okay i have to do it if nomi says i have to do it and it is truly i implore you listeners if you haven't seen this it is, it is one of the most twisted four minute clips on the entire youtube platform which i think is saying quite a lot i could not make it through the i couldn't make it through the first 45 seconds before my body rejected it it's, it was the just cast of characters is i don't know what dirt she has on diplo but he did not need to be in there i think diplo i think i, I think diplo hit low-key and he w might want to do it one more time just to keep his numbers going up Damn, would you hit Madonna for the story? I wouldn't. Diplo would. We know Wes, we know Wes bro. Come on. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You're, you're saying you wouldn't. I mean, she's, I don't think so, dude. Just to it's tell the grandkids. It's too much. Because when you're about to die, you're like, you know, I actually had sex with Madonna one time. They were, they're not going to be like, was it when she was a 60-year-old river troll? Like, but no. That's, like, that's the thing. I'm, I, I'm not even that. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I can't. Like, what she's doing to her legacy is one of the worst. It's it's truly it, it's it's going to be go down in the history books. But just to she's she's doing buckle fat addition, not removal. Just to give you, just to give you, that's called she walk into the that, that's called fillers, Jason. That's called fillers. <laughs> Whatever. She's, well, I mean, she she's using the same fillers guy that is fucking like Conor McGregor's cut man or something like a little, you know, maybe not the most gentle, subtle touch. No, it's not subtle. But the video features are. Uh, a murderer's row style round table in like the back room of like Giorgio Baldi or something. And it's monsters, nothing but monsters. Diplo, Amy Schumer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> DJ Diplo, Florida zone, DJ Diplo, mad decent stand up. Yeah. Um, comedian, uh, Amy Schumer, um, comedian, <laughs> Judd Apatow, rapper, <laughs> Lil Wayne, notorious Madonna stand rapper, 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 Lil Wayne, um, <laughs> another comedian that actually hosted Susan Alexandra's uh, comedy fashion show. Does that comedian have a name? I didn't. I didn't make it that far. I can't. I can't. I can't okay. remember his name. Uh, it, but it's just like, you know, it's one of those things where obviously Madonna's not paying these people, but also why are these people willing to do it for free? Oh, Kate Berlant, whose show I saw last night. Kate Berlant is in it, and Kate Berlant looks. <laughs> deeply uncomfortable and i think that she couldn't hide the fact that like she didn't want to hear amy schumer talk about her husband's asshole uh -huh. to the point where they like gave her more screen time because i think they liked it that she was suffering so much <laughs> she was she was just dying under a heat lamp it was unbelievable but that bro i mean you that's the whole point of truth or dare it's chuggy af it's it's so chuggy but lil wayne being lil wayne and judd apatow combo <laughs> um is is really is is something that i never thought i would see um and i i hate judd apatow hate it's so crazy how the world really just kind of gave up on judd apatow just in the last couple years he went from being this comedy legend freaks and geeks you know like he's done great could stuff. do no he's done wrong great stuff. and now he, and now he's just like an annoying dude his daughters are cool and good actors like his wife is amazing but I don't know. You know, some you got to watch yourself, or you're going to turn into an appetite. I mean, I think it's it's. I think this is what happens. It's kind of what happened to Anne Hathaway, where the world just turned on her for five years, and she and then now they're back, mm. and it's no problem. Mm -hmm. But yeah, look, I mean, Madonna's announcing this tour. Uh, it's celebrating an anniversary. Um, I'm sure the tickets um, would have sold out uh, swiftly without this uh, promotional material being produced. Um, <laughs> but if you cast this Madonna video, if you if you or your company was in charge of casting this Madonna video. Please reach out to How Long Gone and let us know <laughs> how you came up with this group of people. No, oh, I, I know, I know. It, it, this is they're all Madonna's ideas, and it's it's all Madonna, and she's just like, no, nope. Ah. nope. She has like some assistant, and she just like growls at them, just like. Nope. Get little way. You're wrong. No. Nope. How do you know? Because Madonna. How do you know, bitch? Madonna doesn't know who 
half of those people are. <laughs> I'm offering a suggestion, and you're offering a definitive yes exactly, or no, as if you do know the answer. Madonna doesn't know who half those people are. There's no way. There's no way to... The, how do you know? You, how She knows them. They're all famous. They're not famous, though. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't... <laughs> do you really think Madonna's tapped into the comedy community enough to know the guy who hosted Susan Alexander's comedy show or even... Kate Berlant, like really, like do you really think she's paying attention? It's very possible. I, th- she's an NYC girl. There's no way. There's there's just no way. Okay, well, the, uh, okay. Here I have another idea, a suggestion that plays into your theory even more so. I'm reminded of when I went to go see one of the most dumb shows of my entire life when Drake played at Coachella. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. He brought Madonna out, and she did that kiss. Remember? And everyone was like, oh, this, what kind of Illuminati ceremony was this? It was like some weird thing. It looked like Drake was there against his will. He didn't want to be kissed by Madonna. But, and they, they're saying like, this is the passing of the torch of a pop star. You know, I'm, I'm retiring and I'm passing this blood curse on to you. No. Do you think this is some of the net, like Kate Berlant's people are like, Sorry, Madonna has to like play truth or dare with you, or else we're gonna like eat your family. I'm so sorry. By the way, all right. So the comedian's name is Larry Owens. Who, he's very funny. I, I looked it up. Uh, but I've the, never even heard of him. I wasn't. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen with this with the, this Madonna thing. You know, I don't know where it's gonna go. But I, I don't think it's. Um, I think if Madonna calls, you say yes because you think that literally in anything could happen. So fuck it. Why not? You know, it's yeah. kind of like I, 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 that's why Kate Berlant is there. Diplo is there for other, just reasons. like having sex with Madonna. You do it for the story. No, you're right. You're like, yeah, Madonna. Whenever Kate Berlant goes on, you know, Fallon or whatever. Yeah, that's true. She can tell the real story of what that, ha- you know, or when she does her hot ones, one woman show, one person show. You know, I, I think that like, you just, you have to say yes for the story, obviously. And I think that that is like the the future of celebrity is them all just saying yes to hopefully create something viral i don't know? know if that's the future i think that's the way it's always the way it's always been yeah but it's getting someone it, calls big dick calls you got to answer it but it's getting but it's getting more extreme than it ever has been with lil wayne madonna kate berlant and 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 judd apatow <laughs> <laughs> breaking bread <laughs> uh all right look we do have a guest today guests uh um they're un- they're probably really excited uh, to be on the same uh, festival bill as How Long Gone. I can only yeah. imagine um, that they're as well as DJ Them Jeans taking it way back, baby. Doing a doing doing a festival with a podcast has probably always been their dream. Um, MGNT uh, is an American rock band formed in 2002 in beautiful Connecticut. Uh, it's Andrew Van Wingarden and uh, Ben Goldwasser. You know the music, uh, but yeah, they're playing just like Heaven Fest in Pasadena. Yeah, MGMD will be performing there uh, at at the Just Like Heaven Festival in addition to DJ Them Jeans and the How Long Gone podcast live. <laughs> MGMT will be performing their uh, the 2007 debut Oracular Spectacular in full. Nothing but hits, nothing but bops, no skips. I'm excited. Chris is excited. Let's give him a fucking zoom. Like, look at Andrews. His his shit looks like what is that? This is that? What is it? Re twenty? Yeah, electro voice. This is it's got its own shockproof mount. Yeah, I've always wondered about those mounts. Is it is it so when you're rocking? He looks like Adele at Abbey Road right now. He's fucking. <laughs> so the idea is that when you're rocking and your body is is you just can't stop it from moving. The mic, no matter what, is kind of protected in its own cage. You could take this thing off road. <laughs> you can also yeah. perform during natural disasters, which is yeah. Good. Oh, that's that's something to think about. I need to hear. Yeah, I'm sure that that kind of when the the recording process is happening, you can't be stopped no. by, by no. Like when the disaster. muse strikes, you just gotta Mm-mm. keep going. <laughs> you just gotta keep going. Where now? Where are you guys? Where are you guys right now? Um, I'm at home in L.A. I'm at home in the in the Northeast United States. I was. It's really giving Northeast United States. That's why I was asking. When you, when you said Northeast United States, is that because you don't want to dox yourself? Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of psychotic people that that do weird. Stuff I don't know if that's true or not, Andrew. <laughs> is it true? No, but you can tell by the trees. It's a it's a deciduous kind of northeastern hardwood forest here. It's giving deciduous AF. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> 
he, he wants us to figure out his location based on the trees yeah. that we can see in the background of his zoom. Like we're smart, you know, like we're, hmm, I see some rocky oaks. That must be the glacial moraine. This is an arbor. This is so a podcast hosted by arborists, right? Or is it, am I thinking of something else? It's a family of trees over there, guys. So oh, let's nice. get into LA though. Sorry. That was a really bad joke. Um, have we ever crossed paths, all of us, in Los Angeles? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I live in Hollywood. My man. Yeah. I love Hollywood. <laughs> um, and then I, I have a studio on the east side. He loves it so much. He loves it so much. He bought the land, but the house, he still, it's more of a tent for now, but he's kind of looking to upgrade. He lives, he lives underneath the H of the Hollywood sign. So you're in the hills. Which, which Gelson's do you go to? Franklin or Silver Lake? Um, Franklin. The Silver Lake Gelson scares me. Why? Because of the wine bar? You don't like the selection there? It's more of just a general a general aura. It's that close to Tenants of the Trees. It's giving off a weird vo- aura and vibe. <laughs> you you can just, just don't want to be it. near it. <laughs> That's good. That's good to know because I think that it, when you run into people in LA, it is normally in the grocery store. That's the only place that socializing <laughs> is happening, really, because um, most of the time, obviously, you're in the car. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not going to look for you there, but if we do run into each other, no, it's natural. Right. You know, that's true. It does happen to me. And and there's always like the obligatory, like, oh, we should hang out sometime. And then like mm-hmm. it never happens. So that's what Jason did when he saw Tom York there. That That's the only time <laughs> when he saw Tom York there looking disheveled, squeezing avocados. He's like, bro, it's so good to see you. Like, bro, kid A changed me. And he's like, I'm with my fucking kids, guy. Come on, dude. Bro, but Mar- Maru next week, dude, I'm back in town. Like definitely like three o'clock. I'll see how we can do it we can make it happen. so um we were we were just talking right before about the the madonna truth or dare tour announcement video did you guys see this are you uh, <laughs> familiar with this andrew and ben i didn't see the video all i saw was a photo still of her um which i must admit the last time i saw any image of her she she had like her eyebrows shaved and she looked like a kind of like a mess so i was kind of like okay like that's madonna so so you're saying that she's not looking like a mess right now yeah much much more like in line with something that wayne would be like horny for now i think <laughs> from wayne's world oh not well little little wayne was also in this video no we're, we're 40 years old our, our references don't <laughs> cover that territory. bro we are too we, we are, are too. too i just wanted to okay. double check i mean all right <laughs> it's it's like when you meet a new boyfriend or girlfriend and you're like I got to find out what's wrong with them. You know, like this is too good. That's kind of what's happening right now. But in the video, it does feature Lil Wayne and they're playing truth or dare with all these celebrities. And Madonna is like, I was wondering, have you guys ever done any type of Illuminati (laughs) music industry ceremony like that where you have to like do something against your own will? I mean, I don't even it might be that I don't even know that I (laughs) did, you know, maybe maybe I'm just like too far too far down the rabbit hole and i have no idea oh like you probably did because this feels like because the the, the the smattering of people that have been chosen for this video <laughs> okay it's it's members of the comedy community it's musicians it's a real real uh interesting choices you know the choices are very interesting which makes me feel like there's like a a blood <laughs> oath there's some sort of there must be a benefit to this for doing this for coming to kiss the ring of madonna because it's not money. You can't give Judd Apatow money. It's the Madonna is the Epstein of music at this point. We can all agree on that one, right, Ben? Wow. I guess in some ways. <laughs> Please don't be nice and play along. That was a full joke. I just wanted to see where you're, you know, get a temp check and the temp, the temp is good, Ben. Well, no, I was just, I was just thinking about that way too hard. I appreciate that. I think more, more people should come <laughs> on to a podcast and when, Somebody asks a bit of an asinine question or something like that, that you take it seriously and try to do a thoughtful answer, even if it is not a thoughtful question. Uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to practice doing like the yes and oh. more, you know? So you do live in LA. You're right down the street. From, from <laughs> yeah. The okay. So, so you've yeah. been in your, in your downtime, you've been dabbling in the dark arts then. <laughs> um. I've, I've thought about it actually like um like entering a world of improv or comedy or do you mean just like show business acting no, yeah 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 for sure um oh, okay no i think it's like the most terrifying thing for me to actually like talk in front of people so i think it could actually maybe it could be good for me in some way oh so okay so you're looking at this not only as a as a kind of a hobby but as a self-improvement project definitely not like a 
career choice or like something <laughs> something like that. It's it's like when football players take a ballet class to like help make them more rounded or maybe do something that's outside of their comfort zone. Yes, exactly. This is a good this is a good I I this is a good a good idea for you cuz I think that that's um I think that it would force you out and you maybe could make some new friends as well. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure how well I'd fit in with the with the improv crowd. We'll see. <laughs> I texted Ben, I told him to kill some time and tell him the story of how I'm using a 2013 MGMT touring MacBook where the battery it's either at zero percent or one hundred and just sporadically okay. spontaneously dies all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I was just talking about my my budding improv career. So Yeah, that was that was <laughs> oh. interesting and cool, Ben, wow. but I would like to get back to this laptop from twenty thirteen. <laughs> uh, I have a, a, a number of follow up questions. <laughs> I mean, what's going? Is there not an Apple store over there in in Vermont? What's going on? Why are we still holding on to this showpiece? I prefer to use technological equipment um, that that is like painful and awful, so it makes everything terrible. <laughs> because I don't, you know, I want to just use it less. Okay, so okay, so you're using obsolete machinery so that it keeps you from to, pu- to punish from using myself. the machinery. Yeah, but it doesn't work. It just makes things like that happen where (laughs) (laughs) well it works until you really do need it for something like a like a zoom podcast interview right but if it's just like hey i gotta go do this one thing it's i'm gonna make it It as annoying as possible so as soon as you're done with that task as soon as you send that email you slam the laptop like oh it's charming i'm charming you you yeah like you're you're such a luddite it's really fucking hot actually like (laughs) honestly it's like i went to this guy's house he didn't even have he had like he didn't even his phone had buttons on it was so hot you know how some people have smartphones he has like a dumb phone and i'm fucking horny for that shit (laughs) are you hold on are you like a light phone guy like how far are you taking this no i i would be but um in 2011 my foot phone was stolen and held hostage (laughs) at a skate park and um (laughs) i i went i drove to meet the person who stole it uh and he wasn't there and then <laughs> i got I, I was forced to get an iphone then and but but what he did do throughout the, that night was text any female <laughs> contact in my phone like really <laughs> really inappropriate things he was he was hollow, he was spitting some game that led to a whole day of very of a lot of confusion oh, hold on hold on so you're hold on so you you were skateboarding and you took your phone out of your pocket yeah i, I put it i put it on a ramp or something this is the most 2011 story i've ever heard in my life yeah uh, okay so you're you're working on you're working on your your front side air on the quarter pipe Sure, and you're and you're a, you're a full adult man at this point, correct? Right? Yeah, this that's what I want to get. You're not yeah, in middle that, school when this story happened. Yeah, I was uh I was twenty something. Was okay. okay. So you were were you a known entity? Did he take it because it was yours, or did he take it because it was a phone? Oh no, no, nobody would have done that. <laughs> just 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 because it just you know theft, a crime of opportunity, <laughs> <laughs> a crime of opportunity, just general theft, okay. a crime. It wasn't it wasn't like hey man, you guys wrote oracular spectacular no, three years ago you're gonna play it front to back at this golden <laughs> voice show i gotta steal this fucking phone there's probably some unreleased bangers on there he was desperate to text neon indian for a remix and he didn't know any other way to get there <laughs> no instead he texted my like college g- girlfriend <laughs> like hey let me see some titties titty pics college girlfriend i'm sure some of them just like never you know wrote anything back and we we're just like fuck that guy like a hundred percent a hundred percent andrew's awful now yeah god he got he got really weird i also i didn't know he still skated that's so weird and this this was before the time of instagram stories where you could just post a little like lol got hacked if you're a hot ass female who is in my phone contacts <laughs> that was definitely not me asking for photos of you nude like you, you just had to like hope that it right. works out for the best back then. That's my usual go-to style. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. I'm, uh, you're you're posting stories like that, even whether or not your phone was stolen. <laughs> you're just taking a shot, just kind of covering your tracks. I did last week. It wasn't actually me. It was, it, no, it wasn't me. If I ask you for your crypto login, that was not me. Like I just want to be upfront. <laughs> Um, my, my phone, I I wrote about this actually, but in London, there's like a stream of phone, like basically like 
Nigerian guys would ride by on their bikes and take the phone out of your hand while you were using it and then ship them back. And they would do that. They would get like hundreds a day and they would. So it was like 7 a.m. And I'm using my phone, like waiting for the coffee shop to open. And the guy steals my phone and I call out to him like, come on, bro. And he's just like, sorry, mate. That's just how it, that's just how it goes. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I look I look it up and there's like it looks like like tankers full of phones going to other countries. These guys are stealing. And I think it's chilled out now, but I didn't get any. Um, He didn't text anyone. Thank God. It can be kind of exciting. Like uh, I was surfing at Malibu one time and I had a rental car. Had just bought a really great pair of pants that I was very excited about, and oh, no. stupidly left the the car key um, in the gas opener. Okay, classic surfer trick because it wouldn't fit in your wetsuit. What's that called? The gas lid, gas cap, cap. Yeah, but uh, anyway, came back from surfing. He was there. I was like, cool, cool, and then just nothing. None of my belongings were there, <laughs> and including my my iphone and so i tracked it and i just saw it go south and drive all the way like along the highway to mexico and then it was, that was it <laughs> so you're like i think they're heading to orange county oh no Damn, he's that's going. pretty he's funny san diego no no he's left the country so does, does that mean that he or she or they right got the key stole all your shit and like a good samaritan put the key back inside the gas cap right they didn't want to do it i think they just wanted the pants to be honest <laughs> do you remember what kind of pants these were they were kind of like loose fitting um charcoal gray. Oh, no. <laughs> I was hoping for something a little more descriptive or maybe even a brand or a SKU number, but this motherfucker said oh, they were they were loose fitting. Yeah, bro, what, I don't know what size you are. Were they were they um were they vintage or new though? That's no, they were real. new. They were new pants. And you know how expensive new pants can get. Hundreds of dollars. You know how expensive new pants can be? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, there's kind of a scale on that. You know what I mean? I think it depends on your income. Um, my pants are unfortunately going up in price as I get older. That's of all the material required. Exactly. All the material, all the material required. Because pants, pants have, you know, I, you guys were, we're the same age. You guys were around when pants were very tight, you know, and now they're not. So it's like that extra fabric. Somebody's got to pay for yeah, it. Yeah. My friend the, uh, the other day was saying that the, the skinny pants thing uh, like, like the equivalent today of that which was the thing when we were coming up um is those those pants that are kind of like stovepipe and then they're cut as if where's the flood style mm-hmm. pretty much half <laughs> half calf and then yeah uh-huh. then socks pulled up and then like you know vans or something and they're probably from australia <laughs> you know what i mean yes. right <laughs> if, if they're not australian then they're a bike messenger yes. i think now do you spend Ben, you're in LA, so you see bad dressed, pe- badly dressed people every single day. That's what LA is is built on. Then again, like yeah, I don't, but I don't know it anymore because I've lived <laughs> here long enough. So you're saying that you you wear your board shorts and flip flops down to the gas station like everybody else? No, no, I have zero respect for those people. <laughs> okay, okay, good, why? Good to- what if they just went surfing, <laughs> bro? Don't do this. But I don't live anywhere near the beach. No, I like no. I see some of the like. When people go to go out in public and run their errands or whatever, I'm just like, how dare you dress like that? Like have some self-respect. Gosh. But it's not so much the fashion choices. It's like the the lack of, you know, just not even caring at all. Guys, I got to say, if this were a double date, I think we would know who's fucking who at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm so confused by that. Andrew, you and I are going to have sex and Ben and Chris are going to oh, have sex. Okay. Because we're the sweeties <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then Andrew or and then Ben and Chris you know, are offended when somebody's dressed poorly in public. I'm in an exploratory phase of life, so that sounds... <laughs> Welcome home, brother. Right, let's <laughs> let's for... just try it. Well, <laughs> let me ask you a question and as a as a surfer, because surfing is something that people, all of my friends try to get me into, you know, because I'm like 40 and I love working out and I'm sober, so it's kind of like it's either jujitsu or that. There's nothing <laughs> left for me, really. But, but, you know, as a surfer, how often are you driving a car shirtless? Oh, not often, because I... I live um, most of the time like uh, like a half block from the beach, so I don't drive the surf. I just walk down oh. the street. Did you hear that flex, Sick Jason? Ass, Bob. Did you hear that flex? I didn't. <clears throat> yeah, this motherfucker said beachfront property. He said, "Bitch, I can see it from right here." So you're saying I could catch you sun rising, walking down the street, no shoes, the wetsuit half pulled down with the board under the arm? Is that what we're? Are you riding a bike? I I, I prefer these days to fully suit up the wetsuit like i don't i'm not like feeling 
confident enough to to do half wetsuit. Like I'm not trying to prove anything. You're a wetsuit never nude. I get it. Yeah. I would wear a wetsuit like all the time, actually. <laughs> if you could, just like that's where you feel the most comfortable. Have you checked out Skims? Is that the <laughs> computer game? What is it? <laughs> no, that's that's the si- that's Sims. Oh, Sims. Literally the exact opposite of Skims. Skims is Kim Kardashian's shapewear company. Ooh. Clothes that you wear underneath your clothes that'll make you kind of sucked in and tight and uh, and hide maybe some love handles or something. But they make they make like nice skin tone stuff that would work work for you. You know what I mean? Like Do they, they have they don't ne- neoprene. Is skin tones a little bit um, problematic? I think to say. What am I supposed to say? No, wait. What are you? No, it's it's it's, it's what's problematic is the Crayola crayon that was called flesh tone. And it was like kind of white. <laughs> it was yeah. white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew yeah, there was yeah, something. Yeah. That yeah. does seem bad. <laughs> I forgot about the flesh-colored yeah. crayon. But to be fair, it's all pink on the inside. Yeah, <laughs> you sound like Jason when he's fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on. Well, it's that early midlife crisis setting in. Oh. So you're saying? Uh, so are you guys now? Now, as as we're all going through it, Jason's just a little bit older than me. Um, but you know, have you seen? Like when you hit 40, did something change? Not just physically, of course, but did your priorities shift? Are you feeling different at all in t- mentally, emotionally, physically? New outlook on life? Yes. I, I say yes. I think, yeah, it feels good. I was just saying a few days ago that I think that one of the biggest realizations is that there are some things I'm just never going to get done. And, <clears throat> you know, it's in, instead of being like, oh, well, someday you know, there's still an opportunity to do this or or this thing I've been putting off forever. And it's just like, it's at this point, it's like, it's never going to happen. That's right. Like, like I'm like, you're never going to write that screenplay or something or. <laughs> oh yeah. Which is why I moved to Hollywood. So look, I've never, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to play Coachella. You guys can't say that. Right. <laughs> so that's something. Yeah. It's looking up guys. You guys have probably played Coachella like 4,000 times. I think so. Yeah. About that. Or four. I've never thought of it like that, but I guess the opportunities are starting to dwindle as I <laughs> cr- creep closer towards death. And I'm glad that you reminded me of that. So, so you're saying that at 40, I might not have the great American novel in me. You're saying that time might've passed. No, 40 is like young for writers. True. No, but I think it's, it's like a good feeling for me in a way that, uh, yeah, I can just kind of get on with it. I don't have to stress about all these things that I still have to do in my life. I can just be like, not coast, but start to take it easy a little bit. I've, you've you've made peace with failing at life. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah welcome, exactly. welcome, brother. Which is a it's a great feeling. It is. It's liberating. I I hedged my my bets early on by not wanting to accomplish anything. <laughs> like I'd, or, or want to work. Like I never, I never have wanted to work. We, we can tell, guys. You make music. We know that you didn't want to work. <laughs> the goal is to coast. It's cool to coast. It is cool to coast. Yeah. I'm not a coaster. I'm a grustler. I'm up at 438. I'm Mark Wahlberg style in the gym. You're grinding. You're playing that Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm, not playing, I'm not playing Call of Duty. But, but I, whatever, <laughs> whatever my. You got to see this guy's gamer chair. It's in the other room. It's so sick. I don't wear my headset to podcast because it intimidates some guests. So that's kind of why I'm wearing the AirPods today. No, but I think that the, I think that the, um, I think that aging in general does give you some peace of mind but i think that the the goals can shift you know so i think that it's nice that you guys are you guys seem to have a lot of hobbies you're asking the wrong guy what do you mean you surf bro that's the most that's the most time consuming bullshit hobby of all time you gotta i mean it, it, there's nothing more time consuming in my mind hobbies have to require like like sawdust and like a little tool or something like or like painting a, a model uh, okay. You know, okay. USS. So you're. Nimitz. So you have to be into model trains for it to be a hobby. You don't think that athletic pursuits fall into that? Surfing is not a hobby. It's like a way of life. Ooh, it's like yeah. It's a way of <laughs> well, something can be a hobby and a religion at the same time, and that's kind of what surfing is for me. <laughs> but it could also be, you know, mushroom foraging or stamp collecting. Like it doesn't require physical activity or sawdust yeah. whatsoever i think that's more of like an interest well here's the thing if you turn a hobby into my hobby is splitting hairs <laughs> yeah yeah if you turn a hobby into a money-making endeavor that's something that i tend to do because i'm uh, like i said a grustler like with your your crochet plant hangers which are doing really well <laughs> exactly yeah exactly I, his etsy site crashed last week yeah check me out on etsy shopify support you made 25 bucks on Wednesday, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Wednesday is always huge for me. 
<laughs> Wednesday's like a big day for me. Hump day rules. I don't rules. know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that, yeah, I think that <laughs> like surfing's a good example because you're never going to be a pro. No. You'll never make money. It's a life. It's a life pursuit. You know. You're so shitty at surfing, dude. No, no, I don't you're mean never, like that. You're never going to be pro. I just mean you're not a 16 year old from Hawaii. I'm not trying to shred. I'm like once again. I'm trying to cruise. So, are you saying that you might be considered a soul surfer? <laughs> not a not a derogatory term. No, I'm too I'm too materialistic to be a soul surfer. Oh my man! All right, so you guys are spending your little money. I like this. Now we can talk. All right, what are we spending money on? You little guys are spending your little money. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a little. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. You're not a little guy. You're probably over six feet. Ooh, look at these little guys spending their little bit of money. Uh, I had a friend when when I was starting to think about moving to LA who started sending me like real estate listings and. They were like so far out of my league. And I was just like, like, how much money do you think I've made off of this? Like things are going well, but like, what do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going well. It's not going that well. I like that feeling when, when somebody like really overestimates how successful you are. And they're like, cause like, like, like something, it happened with this guy who, who has a, he like bought some property in, in Portugal. And he was like, oh, I want to tell you about it. Like, you know, we're, lo- we're looking at investors. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, a few thousand bucks. And then I can have, be a part of this thing. And he's like, yeah. So we're like the first tier is like four million. And then party from there, I'm like, <laughs> okay, man. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right. Uh, yeah, thanks for the like, info. Am I buying the country or or just a house? Like, how does this work? Yeah, I'm not that guy. Have you have you guys done any? Have you guys made any investments in your younger years that did or didn't pay off? Was there like a twenty thousand dollars for a restaurant that never kind of got off the ground? Or maybe a uh, energy drink like Celsius? No, thankfully not an energy drink. Um, <laughs> no, we we've been pretty smart. We're considering how financially inept I am. At, and not business minded. I think we've done pretty well. It's because we have good business managers. I, I think that there's the the temptation to invest. Uh, it seems sexy, but often goes wrong. You know, especially if it's a nightlife or restaurant endeavor. Yeah, that's true. But then I do see like musicians who are made, like around our age who obviously made some really smart choices about like, oh, maybe I don't want to be touring for the rest of my life, and like they got into some other side business and it's going well for them so are you saying that you saw the cover of entrepreneur magazine featuring steve aoki on the- <laughs> <laughs> he's been very wise with his investment steve's done steve's done quite well you should check out his new pizza chain Ooh. i think it's like pretty i've heard it's pretty good like i've heard it's pretty good i have not heard it's pretty good but yeah there are there are people that are like i made a joke about an energy drink because raps flow rida did a deal with this company celsius where they agreed to give him like 1% of revenue in exchange for like helping promote the brand when they were like very, very small. And now the brand is big and he just sued them and won $82 million yesterday Ooh. or like 50 cent with the smart water and all that shit. Like he's you know, made hundreds of millions of dollars. I did actually, I read like a lot of foodie blogs. I'm really into that stuff. So, and I, let's uh, go, Ben. I read a, a, a review of Eminem's new franchise called mom spaghetti that opened in detroit of course and Mm -hmm. they they actually said it was surprisingly good really you know what that's that's cool like i like to hear that yeah like it that was their whole they were like he could have totally blown this off and just like cashed in on it and it actually felt like some thought was put into it so you could tell that marshall mathers was in there cranking the hours working on his sauce (laughs) getting it just right for the al dente on the spaghetti you know that the name of the restaurant is actually a reference to a lyric of his (laughs) dude (laughs) okay andrew's starting to get it i like it i like it dude (laughs) that's <laughs> Eminem and his Nona were in the lab just, just sampling sauces. Nona Mathers, please taste my sauce. Taste okay, let's, I wanted to go back to fashion. Um, we're in the middle of, of Paris Fashion Week right now. I'm sure that's Wait. yeah. We, You're we. not physically in the middle. We are as a culture <laughs> and society. Just he looked over his shoulder. I don't see it. If you get the Vogue app, you can check it all out on there, but it's a little buggy during uh, Paris Fashion Week, of course, but Mm. have you guys, I'm sure you guys over the years have been 
involved in fashion shows like where you guys did a live thing or they used your music or you scored something anything like that go down i tell you what went down one time that um was one of the best moments of my life i was sitting on my ass i don't know i think ben was sitting on his ass kind of at the same time not together <laughs> at the same place but we were doing that and not not touring not doing anything not really making money and i got a text message from a, a new york cell number and it was like Am I, am I allowed to legally tell this? Time? And it was the designer of Gucci. And he asked if I would DJ uh, a, a fashion event for like a 30 minute set for a stupid amount of money plus store credit. And it was just like out of the blue. Like, just oh, like, like how did wow. you get my phone number? Like, what's going on? Kind of thing. I don't care how you got it. Right, right. <laughs> Isn't it cool that when you're at the top, you can just be like, Get the fucking guy on my phone. Give me his number. I'm going to text him right now. And somebody's like, here you go. Right. And the guy's like, okay, sure. <laughs> Just tell me where to go. So so you, they offered you a nice chunk of money. You didn't even have to negotiate. You you were just like, yeah, let's do it. Half an hour. This was like the 70s. though. was a different time. <laughs> this is what we talk about on this podcast. We talk about also, we talk about the, the sink that made you the most money or the sink that you turned down that you regret every day of your life. <laughs> we did... Uh, um, what do we do? I know that we say no a lot more than we say yes. Oh, really? Now, is that because yeah. you have morals or because you're just like, eh? Usually, this is something that kind of turns us off about about the whole thing. The only thing I'm remembering now because our manager brought it up with me yesterday was um, that 21 movie that was like our first big sync, like right after we signed to Columbia Records. 21, that's like the, the card game. Kevin Spacey vehicle. Mm, Kevin Spacey's vehicle. Yeah, it was about the <laughs> the card counters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So they used it like in the trailer. I think they used it in the trailer. Yeah. How much money did you get for that? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. We've had some great stories on this podcast of people turning down staggering amounts of money because they like had morals at the time, and now they look back and they're like, "That was fucking dumb. <laughs> like I should have absolutely done that." That one, it didn't feel like we really had a choice one way or another. Sure, it was sure. kind of like <laughs> we're doing this. Like you guys just got signed. There's this yeah. opportunity. Like you have to do this. Yeah, and it's not like that money is like coming into our wallets. It's like sure making a tiny dent in this massive amount of money that we owe the labor. Hey, but they not. take eighty percent of all income. I'm sure you guys have a nice <laughs> little against. nice little publishing deal. Don't do that to your partners. You know, let's not do. That. You're right. You're Sony right. Sony ATV. Those are great people over there. Don't do that. We're not on a label anymore. I also remember those uh, when we when we first started hanging out with Sonic Boom, who uh, worked with us on our yeah, yeah. second record, and he he said at some point like don't ever like don't turn anything down like that's just funny talking about how he regrets every time he ever made it i don't know if he feels the same about this now but at the time he was like any time he ever made a decision based on like cred or personal integrity like oh this is you know like this isn't cool and now he's just like i should have just taken the money we're generationally people that grew up with like selling out being the worst thing you could do you know and now that doesn't exist and no one cares but you you can't have the foresight to see that when you're like 22 yeah have you guys done any influencing work on instagram or other social media channels uh not intentionally but we we had a <laughs> we had a song that that uh i mean our, our most streamed song for the past two and a half years is little dark age which is because of a TikTok trend, it blew up and like. Oh really? I was unexpected. Yeah, it had nothing to do with us doing anything. That's that's the I, I've heard this. I mean, this is happening like a lot now. I mean, that that's what happened to Colts. Like Colts, I think that song went like platinum. So what what was was your song on TikTok? Was there like a specific thing that people did to your song, or it was just popular and everyone loved it? I think the first thing was like posing like uh, classical sculptures, or something. Was like it that. the the dance that was the first thing? And it's of course it's like too like a sped up. Okay or slowed down something some totally wow. like manipulated eight seconds of the song it's so either I, slowed and reverbed or sped up yeah and that's i wonder because we're playing this show for the first show in the four years since that song kind of got popular and oh, yeah are, are people going to come to the show like and be disappointed that it's not like a mouse voice going like <laughs> <laughs> well there's so many like there's so many songs like uh, on the new SZA album and like the Steve Lacey album, they'll they'll release sped up versions of their popular singles on Spotify and Apple and everything, just because like if they're gonna use it, you know, you might as well get paid for it, kind of thing. 
that makes me sad i don't know if you guys are going to be able to play a sped up maybe just like play the regular song and then like do a sped up version for the last 10 seconds or something like that give the 17 year olds a little taste <laughs> Even though the average age of the crowd will be 42, it's fine. Yeah, this is like um, a sunset festival. It's like a nostalgia, a kind of almost borderline elderly. <laughs> well, it's it's weird <laughs> when you... Cause Dude, I, it's, not, it's not Wilco in the Rolling Stones. <laughs> it's not old Chella. I just bet there's going to be some grandchildren backstage of the artist. We'll see. There'll be, a, there'll be a couple grandchildren. There will be definitely like people who brought chairs <laughs> to the festival. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Yeah, like how do you guys, is this, is this the first time you guys have played? On a cruise ship? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew said, I'm packing my floaties. Don't worry. It's going to be sick. Yeah, it's, I, I, I've been doing this the last few years where they'll have like blog house, you know, electro parties. And then it'll, it has like a very revival kind of feel to it. And I'll DJ them every once in a while. And it does, it feels I don't know. It feels good and bad at the same time. Like it's a weird feeling that you can't really describe. Like I'm glad that people in the crowd are smiling and happy. I'm glad that money's being transferred into my checking account. But there's just something that doesn't even feel human or real about it. Well, I mean, I, I just like totally don't know what you're talking about. I have totally spaced out. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like i forgot what you were talking about <laughs> bro edible edibles kicking in edibles kicking in well i'm saying have you thought about what it's going to feel like you haven't played a show you said four years was the last time you played a show oh, okay yeah okay here we go I'm we're back. back andrew's back um, so this is the first time have you when you're like okay we're going to agree to do this show mm -hmm. what's it going to be like the first time i go out and i play this album from front to back that's what 15 years old now almost at this point well we don't know if we are required to play it front to back all they say is play the album so we we uh right 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 figuring out um, we're not it's not gonna be like your average oh. nostalgic play the whole where let me just <laughs> let me just upsell it we here. do think we do things a little bit differently <laughs> here at mgmt if you want to check out the front of your let menu me we, i can kind of start walking you through it now yeah like chris chris and i went to go see uh chris and i went to go see the Lemonheads do you know, they they did the thing and they really did front to back. Like the album's like 42 minutes. We, we can do it in 38 and, and get backstage and start <laughs> yeah, chugging beers. Dude. Like, yeah, some people just go through the motions. But you're saying that you have something we're going to we're going to be like if you think if you think of like storytellers, kind of the Billy Joel <laughs> episode, it's going <laughs> to yes. be a little bit more like that. <laughs> OK, great. This is good. This is good. So you guys are going to pull out some stools, kind of talk about your inspirations like have the producer come out, do some talking as well, maybe like fill out the story. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like playing the intro to playing the intro to time to pretend for like five minutes, like talking about our college days <laughs> on the piano. Dude, that's yeah. So sick. I would do this in the heartbeat. That's so cool. <laughs> this is why Ben has been taking those improv classes because he's going to kind of have to dance on stage for a little bit while while we're hearing. <laughs> one more time okay this actually sounds amazing this is so. a good this is this is a good yeah, idea thank that, you for this that that first couple bars gets people excited <laughs> so if you loop it it could turn into kind of a cyclone of energy you know and then it really explodes you know this is like this yeah. is a cyclone yeah, this is a good idea well the cat's out of the bag this is what we're doing my cat was next to me in my suitcase <laughs> like <laughs> It was like my cat is in my suitcase right next to the cat's still in the bag. Andrew's cat is literally in a bag right <laughs> next to him. Andrew, what's your what's your cat's name, Andrew? Real quick. This one is Batman. She's the older one. Bro, hold on. Okay. You don't tell me you don't live alone with cats. You got somebody you got a human out there with you too? Oh yeah, I've got a human. Um Oh yeah. Uh, my partner. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because okay. if you live down in the woods And then there's another cat too. That's fine. Look, as long as you get as long as there's a human there, I'm fine. I was worried you were out in the woods with just cats and I was gonna kinda do a fifty-one fifty. Come out there and check on you. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yes, it, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> what is the? How many people are going to be in the band? Like, how many people do you guys have to rehearse with? It could be anywhere from zero to ten. We don't know yet. <laughs> okay, yeah. sounds like an MGMT show to me, brother. So, what? What is the? If we're took, if we're looking at ten people. What do you got? A horn section? We got backup. Are you think your primal scream with backup singers? Like, what do we got? Well, kind of, it's kind of like a David Byrne uh, utopia thing okay. where, but there's fifth, there's fifty four people each playing a different note of a keyboard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's not the most economical, but it looks cool. Yeah, 
what are you going to wear? Yeah, I w- uh, that's what I wanted to talk about because we talk about that era, you know, late aughts, 2007, 8, 9. The ugliest, it's the ugliest era. Some of the worst clothing of all time. It's got to be something super gaudy. Like maybe I'll get a diamond uh, bandana headband. Yeah, I was going to say, should we should we do the headbands? Yeah, but like rhinestones. Yeah. Or, or like do a little ceremony in the set where we like put them on and like we'll just go crazy. Yeah. Do you have headbands like in the practice space or do you have to source new ones? Yeah, we have a whole storage. It's just headbands. Okay, good. I have a headband closet. Yeah. <laughs> Amer- American Apparel and other brands as well, hopefully. Yeah. We have an Ibanez, we have an Ibanez storage closet. We have a synthesizer storage closet. Well, you have casual and formal headbands. I always love that when you're backstage and someone's got the, the wardrobe wardrobe trunk you know with the full the harry yeah. styles looks laid out and i'm like i don't think you're big enough for this but i like that you have we've, this. we've had that but it just turns into like um everybody's suitcase overflow so it's just like dirty underwear <laughs> and like mm. random things there's a uh in our wardrobe case it's in our storage space there's still the little glass kind of uh things that they give gave to us when we played red rocks oh yeah 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 it's in there and a grammy nomination pendant we just like it was just kind of a catch-all for whatever happens. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. I love the idea of your your used tube socks next to the <laughs> Grammy nomination. <laughs> also, hold on, they give you a pendant like when you're not. I don't yeah. want a pendant. I want to win. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do with a pendant? It's not even real metal. I don't think it's. Look, it's just nice to be nominated, guys. It is it's, not nice. I hate when people say it. It's not nice to be nominated. It's nice to win. Let's keep it real, man. It's nice to win. What were you nominated for? Was that for the remix? Oh yeah, no, the Justice remix. It wasn't even for our own like composition, really. <laughs> Embarrassing. No, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> when you collaborate with the titans of EDM, what do you expect? I mean, that's you know. Right. That was a very very interesting night. The Grammys. Go on. Well, it's just like we were so uncomfortable, and we were our our college friend who was a stylist, good stylist, but he he put us in these kind of like really ridiculous. Uh, like um tweed and plaid kind of suit coats so we looked kind of like very odd very different from other people and it just was just really our outfits look very okay i, I just i just googled mgmt grammys yeah i see it looks like on you guys kind of have like the top is a is a plaid and then the bottom is like a purple animal print yeah, it was pretty wild. Somebody else would be wearing the same thing, but different. Yeah, it was Gucci, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't it Gucci? Stuff? Yeah, it feels Gucci-ish. Oh um, yeah, I I remember. It's, it's it's not that bad. No, I mean I like bad. it, but it, it just they are in the moment. I was like, oh my god, what have we done? Like we've we should have just worn like black suits. <laughs> Why couldn't we just wear a regular black Gucci suit? And then we knew, like we knew just from the whole time that we weren't going to win anything. So they were just kind of just <laughs> sitting in this crowd really uncomfortable and so you're like i'm here i'm nominated for a a, a a song that we didn't even write and i'm definitely not gonna win so what do you do do you just get drunk do you hang out and try to meet famous people we we went to a few after parties that was fun and we met some some famous people mm-hmm. kanye west <laughs> something like that I, no it was i think i think that was the <laughs> night that we met um al weird al yankovic and ron jeremy <laughs> wow <laughs> Okay. Two of Hollywood's greatest perverts, <laughs> and Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper was really nice. He's very. He's a known. He's a known nice guy. And uh, I don't have uh, that recollection of meeting him. That's cool though. Feed my Frankenstein. I believe oh, you. He's oh, a great song. <laughs> he's a big. Uh, he's a big golfer. You know. We actually met Adele that night. Hmm. She was very sweet. I'm a big Adele guy, but I'm kind of offended by her Vegas residency. I think that those are offensive to the fans. Just in general, like. When anyone does, I just think that I just I just think that like maybe it's maybe it's because of my upbringing, but I think touring is like that kind of separates like a real band from a fake band, in my opinion. Like you have to do it, and I think parking in one place and making people come to you is sort of the antithesis of the whole mm. thing. It's, it's riding your bike with training wheels, it's bumper bowling. There's no. I mean, I get it because it's because touring sucks. You guys know that. Like it's you know it's like not the greatest thing in the world, but like at that level, it's not that bad. Y- you know what I'm saying? And like I would rather I would rather see Adele in New York or L.A. You know, than see it, than have to go to Vegas and see Adele at Caesars. So that, that seems. Yeah. So you're saying MGMT Vegas residency not a good idea. Not a good idea. 
Well, well, he's saying that's a that's a good idea, but back back in our day, fellas, <laughs> you would have the Vegas residency, but you would wait until you're like an old person in the ninth inning of your career. You know, Adele's what thirty five or something right. like that. Like she's too young yeah. to be doing. Yeah, it's like Corgan to get in there. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if. I mean, I did see Morrissey in Vegas recently, and it was sick. So maybe I'm wrong. Like I don't know. Maybe it's maybe at the comfort of being on the same stage every night brings a better performance i also checked out aerosmith um not bad actually this is something i was thinking about in the sauna right before we were potting but you know you know how people are complaining about ticket prices for these shows you know taylor swift or rolling stones or whatever tickets are costing thousands of dollars and the true fans who can't afford the tickets are being excluded yeah do you think we're ever going to create or we're ever going to be in a scenario where a band will do a tour and then in each city they play one show where it's like affordable tickets for lower income fans yeah, they do. and then a second show where it's expensive tickets for for their rich and wealthy fans. I have no idea. I could see it. I could see it. That's some like, well, that was like when we talked about this before when the Grateful Dead came back on tour and there was like an article about the private jet traffic that was caused every time they played a show because that's who their fans actually are. <laughs> They're like 65 year old guys with private planes or who go see who's going to see the grateful dead. Like that's like what it is, you know, what is, uh, what is the deal? I've never been to red rocks. Can you explain to me what is so sick? Is it just the environment? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But it was like raining sideways when we were there. So it was, it was pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. That night was really strange and cool, but it's, it is like a, well, it's like one of those things that, you know, people talk about it like, wow, you really made it. You're like, can you believe we're, yeah, yeah. we're at Red Rocks? Like that, that kind of thing. Like a lot of people were saying that to me on that day. Like, wow, you guys, this is Red Rocks. <laughs> and the, the rocks are a, red, a reddish kind of hue. And I think that's where the name comes from. <laughs> that's, okay, but it looks, you know, from the pictures I've seen, it looks quite steep for the audience. You know what I mean? Is that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that video of the guy who's um, like, speed crawling like a spider up and down this the steps no. <laughs> no. it's really funny that's cool <laughs> like a like a weird little like spider-man pervert guy like going a little too fast yeah, yeah. no like really really fast <laughs> i hope i made that up let me see <laughs> ben you said you were into the uh cooking the culinary arts yeah. you know my co my co-host jason is also deeply involved in the culinary community what is your favorite Allison Roman recipe, if you don't mind sharing? Oh man, I'm a, I'm more. I got really into cooking or trying to cook um, Chinese food, like like uh, stuff that I've had in restaurants. I'm like, whoa, what is that flavor? Like you know, getting sure getting into like Sichuan stuff and whatever, and like um, kind of like trying to recreate that at home. Have you achieved that? A couple of times. A couple of times, I'm like, whoa, that's actually the the thing that I wanted that I set out to do in the first place. So, so does that mean yeah, you have yeah, a nice course. walk set up over there? I do. Although I'm starting to feel really guilty because I have the, you know, the high calorie burners in my house and now it's, that's evil. So, um, Oh, so you, so did you get like the real walk burner that burns at like super high heat? I mean, yeah, I just have like one of those stoves with like a huge, it's like a huge flame that, you know, yeah. boils water really fast and releases tons of carcinogens into the air. So, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm on a little bit of a guilt trip about that right now. Yeah. You should feel bad about that. Are you, are you actually on a guilt trip about it or are you being, are you on a sarcastic one? No, I've started to read up on it because it's like, you know, you, there is some, some like famous chefs who are coming out and saying they actually prefer cooking on induction stoves and, you know, mm -hmm. um, but I have this really nice stove. So anyway, that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> that's my life too. <laughs> I mean, the, the cooking, the, I mean, the gas, the induction, it feels, I don't know, like real induction is, is super expensive and, and most people can't afford it. There's otherwise it's just an electric stove, I guess, which nobody even makes anymore. Oh, sure, I guess that's, it's an odd hill to die on. Now we should get sinks for electric fuel for induction. Ooh. Now you're now, now you're talking. <laughs> The amount of free game we're giving you guys, like talking it out here, is I mean, I, I, invaluable. Really. Yeah. Also, as the uh, as the EV market continues to grow, you know, anyone out there for you know the all new Ford Lightning pickup truck? No, we it's already Oof. been licensed, but it it was the Justice Remix that was licensed for it. Nobody's licensed the actual MTMTs. No shit. Isn't that weird? 
that all changes that all changes today fellas i honestly <laughs> don't even know if i know the justice remix i feel like i'm in the dark here i guess it I'll sounds like check this, it like, out oh yeah 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 okay, okay, okay. it goes like this yeah it sounds like it kind of sounds like corn yeah <laughs> jonathan Yo, davis these, from corn, these fucking french guys made us sound like corn these motherfuckers <laughs> It's an iconic song. I've DJed it one one too many times, of course. That's well. What? Where are you eating in LA, Ben? What are your go to spots? Don't say Kismet. I don't know. There's the place I really want to try now is is Mother Wolf, which is it's like Roman food. Oh, hey, and I can, haven't been yet. We'll take you anytime, bro. We've been a lot, and it's Have you good. Been? Yeah, it's good. It's really good. I mean, it feels like you're in Las Vegas, um, but the Funk Man I, does. I, I kind of like that. I like that vibe. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I mean, the problem is, and we complain about this a lot. Other waiters and waitresses named like Cornelia and (laughs) no, no, no. They're regular. They're regular out of work actors. (laughs) Okay. They're regular out of work actors. No, but the the only problem I have is they play hip hop, which I hate at restaurants. Like I don't want to hear that when I'm trying to eat. But the food is great. Oh yeah, no, I know what you mean. I want to hear some pagan pagan music. Pagan would be nice. No, no, we want silence. Go to Europe. Is it like a little bit? That's true. Is it a little bit too loud to talk over? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but it's also just because the place is so cavernous. I mean, it's a huge restaurant, and if they're playing three feet high and rising, you know, it's just like you're gonna kind of. It, it just doesn't. It's like if if, Bal- if Balthazar played Nas is kind of the yeah, vibe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that it's that size of restaurant, but they're playing yeah made you look at a, at a pretty high volume <laughs> and we we love hip-hop music but you know time and a place for it i wouldn't mind a little like a, a three-piece string mm-hmm. ensemble going on if i'm gonna be you know spending 500 dollars on dinner that's true though that is something i really liked about eating italian food in italy was it wasn't necessarily that they were like more precious or fancy about it or something but but uh yeah you just like go into a room and eat food and yeah that's yeah, it exactly yeah yeah that's it that's the that's the trend in america it's like what's the experience and in italy the like the experience oh like we'll give you an ashtray like that's about <laughs> i think in the u.s they do it for the for the servers like they, it's like they, the the servers are like because i also i went recently to an nba game and i was so annoyed that there wasn't a single moment without like some terrible generic uh like loud yeah, music yeah. playing and I was just like, what, what, who is this for? You know, like, I want to hear like squeakies. Dude, even baseball games, it's nonstop. It's just yeah. pit bull blasting the entire time. It's the energy. It's the attention spans of, of people. Is- what would happen if, if they didn't do like, like would the whole stadium just have a, a mental breakdown? They'd be yeah. like, what yeah. is happening? They would, there would be a shortage of like phone charger stations because people <laughs> wouldn't you know, they would just be looking at Instagram or TikTok at the game. But I think maybe it'd be cool for stadium, like one game a season, just be like, here's, it's just a guy with old guy with the organ playing music. That's it. There's no Tyga songs playing whatsoever. Yeah. Tyga did a song about stealing third base and we're just going to play that over and over again. Is that a sexual innuendo? Yeah. Every, everything is a sexual innuendo. That's right. Stealing third base. That's like, <laughs> So <laughs> you don't even have to say it. You don't even have to say it. There's something there. There's something there. I, I, and we'll leave it at that. I'll write it down in my notebook. So uh, as we're closing out the pod, when you guys are, when we're all kind of hanging out at the festival all together, you know, mm-hmm. us artists in the game, <laughs> mm-hmm. you guys may have a bigger trailer. We need Winnebago than we do. Is it cool if we kind of chill in yours and keep our stuff in there? Uh, Yeah. That's yeah. I, I mean, like, thanks, man. You can yeah, you can eat all of the the certain bags of chips, but not the Cheetos, which I will be eating. Are you oh, a okay. are you a Cheetos crunchy or a puff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't lay a finger on my Cheetos. <laughs> Damn, so, you, you're doing you're doing sexy Chester Cheetah again, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's not that's not even it's a butterfinger. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Chester was se- Look, sexy like you that. You guys can remix Justice songs as well as potato chip commercials. Where does it end? I would love to do voice work for Cheetos. Okay. Well, look, Ooh, you're let's listening. put that out into the world. The Lays, <laughs> m- many members of the C suite of the Lays Corporation listen to How Long Gone. So we should be good to go on that. Right. Ask the universe for what you want. I did. You know, you know, times have changed when um, you're having to share a bill with a podcast. So I kind of wanted to apologize to you guys for that now. Um, you know, it's just, I know you guys can play instruments and like do real stuff. So 
I, I know it's humbling that we have kind of the Calvin Harris Coachella billing on on just like heaven. I, the whole time I was like, I, I thought you were like saying like saying like you are the Calvin pissing on like we're the Chevy <laughs> sign. <laughs> but you were talking you were talking about calvin harris but i was just like imagining this like, okay now you just created amazing nope. art that i'm gonna have to instead of editing and uploading this episode <laughs> i'm gonna have to photoshop calvin harris yeah. pissing on like a ford logo thanks <laughs> oh, a lot that's MGMT. <laughs> That's horrible. You ruined our afternoon. We can't. Leave. Somebody, <laughs> one of the listeners is going to make that if we uh-huh. don't. So we have to get ahead of it. We don't have a choice. Gross. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. We will see you. Thanks in, for taking the time to chat in beautiful Pasadena. Uh, you know, whatever day that. What day is it? We should know what day it is. Jason, look it up. I know these fucking guys don't know what day it is. Also, I couldn't find any video of a guy speed crawling up the <laughs> stairs, <laughs> which really disturbs me. Like everything else that you spoke about today, a full figment of your imagination. Yes, that'll yeah. be going down Saturday, May 13th, 2023, just like Heaven Festival, featuring Yeah, Yeah, Yes, MGMT, Future Islands, DJ Them Jeans, Azalea Banks. The list goes on. Uh, so yeah, yeah thank thanks, you guys. guys. We appreciate you taking the time. You guys are fun and funny, and right, thank you. two thumbs up from me. All all joking aside, if you guys want to hit Mother Wolf, like we can go whenever. Would love that. Also, yeah, thanks for uh, helping us talk through our future career choices and you know where to go from here. <laughs> no really appreciate no problem. It. I know real man. Real managers kind of get bogged down, you know, and like re- in the work. You know, yeah, we but- don't want we want to work with your current team. We don't want to replace them. You exactly, know what I mean? Exactly. We're all, it's all love here, bro. Yeah, love. This, is, this is good. I'm, I'm sensing a bright future ahead of us. And, uh, it's really, it's feels really, really good. Collaborative. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Thank you, and we'll uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thanks. All along the western front.